Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and just Brian Haydad here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining me at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. I appreciate you guys out there, our great listeners, especially the servicemen who are out there taking care of us. want to apologize yet again. Still down here in the uh, city of Vicksburg and getting uh, all that taken, getting some things taken care of down here. So if the sound quality is not great, which I don't expect it to be, uh, I apologize for that. But we should be have everything uh, back to normal for our Monday podcast, our Sunday podcast. I should say it should be a victory Sunday podcast uh, coming up. So, again, my apologies for the uh, sound quality. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House in uh, Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be just a touch odd if Brupolo was in Picayune. Pick a brune? I don't know. I don't know. Well, wherever you are in our great state, if you're looking for coffee and you want it delivered to your home because you want that great Strange Brew experience, you just got to get it shipped to you. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. Whatever kind of coffee machine sitting on your counter, they got you taken care of at Strange Brew Coffee House. I certainly hope. I, I, I have to believe you guys have done it. You've gone out to College Corner and gotten some new gear for this upcoming college football season. Please don't let me down. Please don't let me walk to the press box on Saturday and see a bunch of Maroon is All That Matters shirts. Please, I beg you, if you haven't done it already, stop on your way to Starkville. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, that place will be buzzing this weekend. A lot of great stuff happening in Starkville, and Humble Taco is right in the center of it, right there on University Drive. Stop by this weekend, grab one of their handcrafted margaritas, grab some great tacos that you can't get anywhere else, and more importantly, have that great experience that only a humble taco that only a humble taco can provide for you. A lot of other Mexican restaurants in town, they're all the same, guys. You go to one, you go to them all. You need to go to Humble Taco and check out something that's totally, totally different. Firehouse subs. You're looking for something easy for lunch today. Firehouse subs could be the answer. Download the free Firehouse Subs app, and when you do. Your order will be ready within minutes, and you're going to pile up the reward points. So it's a win-win when you use the Firehouse Subs app. And speaking of winning, no bigger winners than your tailgate party when you show up with a Firehouse Subs party platter. Call your local Firehouse Subs today to find out what they can do for you as far as those great deals and bring a Firehouse Subs party platter to the tailgate this weekend. Locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison. Firehouse subs. I try to combine flowwood and firehouse there. Firewood, it's a word. I'll just tell you that any other night, we wouldn't be doing this. I've been watching college football all night. It has been as glorious as I thought it would be. I can't wait for Saturday. I really can't wait, honestly. And this maybe I'm a little, you know, a little selfish here. I can't wait till next Saturday because I'm not going to Arizona. So that means I'm going to watch college football 
from 11 a.m. on Saturday when Alabama and Texas kick off until God knows when, when State and Arizona finish up. Now, that's a fun day. I can't wait for that. But I could not skip this podcast. And even though Robbie's not here, Robbie's covering East, East Mississippi tonight. He's down in Scuba. Uh, I, you can't not have the first three P's of the season. So here we are. Preview. Playmaker predictions for Mississippi State versus Memphis. And this is it, right? One thing that, that I, I'm, I'm interested in. I mean, talking about attendance this week a little bit. Good crowds tonight at Pitt and at Penn State. Now, I know those are bigger games. Penn State, that's a conference. I'm sorry, Purdue. That's a conference game. Pitt and West Virginia, that's the renewal of a rivalry that had been played in a decade. So I understand why there would be big crowds for that. But big crowds? And great to see college football. After this lo- this offseason, these last two years, guys, these last two off-seasons of conference realignment and NIL and transfer portal, and I was going to lose my freaking mind if I had to do one more show about it. But now we can talk about games. Let's talk about this game. Let's be really honest with ourselves when we talk about this game. Let's be honest about it. I've already, you know, as a record, we did the Thursday uh, Sports Talk Mississippi, talked to Lee Sterling there from Paramount Sports, and he made it pretty clear. It's like, state's better, should win easily. Line is, you know, has been pretty consistently in the the two-touchdown range for uh, Mississippi State and Memphis. It's been, you know, it's moved up and down some, but by and large it has been a pretty consistent statement that, hey, Mississippi State should win this game and win it pretty easily. It's currently, the one I'm looking at is at 16 and a half. Mississippi State's just a better football team than Memphis. They're more talented, top to bottom. Memphis has maybe, I mean, in terms of starters, probably none. In terms of guys who can make a contribution, they've got a few for sure, but there is no excuse to lose to Memphis. There wasn't an excuse a year ago. And punt return aside, it should never be that close. So this team, I've been saying it for the last couple of weeks, fast start, get out, get out early, get up early, and put this game to bed. We should, we should not be wondering about the outcome of this game in the second quarter. It should be in hand at that point. And if it's not, that speaks to Mike Leach. And this team's preparation. You know, I've been pretty positive all, all offseason, have I not? Haven't I done a good job, guys? Some of my haters out there, you know who you are. I've done all I've said all season is, you know, this team is going to be better. They're going to be improved. You know, it's, it's going to be a good season. And I, I believe that it is. I really do. But by God, put this game away. Put this AAC team to bed early knock them out treat them like this is like what it is it's a non-conference game should win it against a group of five team you should win it easily it shouldn't even be in doubt for Memphis Seth Hennigan back at quarterback looking at his stats not a bad year in his first year as a starter a guy who did not expect to start a season ago coming into the season but he got 11 starts last year Completed just under 60% of his passes, 25 to 8 is the touchdown to interception uh, ratio, uh, uh, 3,300 yards passing. Pretty solid. Uh, pretty solid uh, uh, 
season for, for, for a true freshman there. Lost some weapons, including his biggest weapon, Calvin Austin. That's that's a that's a big that's a big loss for them. That was the guy I, I mentioned that yesterday. That's a guy last year who could have started and played and, and been productive for Mississippi State. Talented, talented football player, but he's gone now. He's gone now, and now Memphis has to find new playmakers and, and new guys that they can go out and, and do what has to be done for Memphis to win this football game. And they just don't have those those weapons. They just don't. And on the other side of the ball, Will Rogers has more weapons than maybe any MSU quarterback has had ever in the passing game. You know, I love Marks and Johnson in the running game, but we can all agree that State's had better backfields than those guys. You know, Davis and Bowie, Miller and Walker that one year anyway. Uh, Ballard and, uh, and Ladarius Perkins. I mean, we can all agree on that. But at the wide receiver position, never has State had the, the assortment of talent and experience and production in one room that they have this year. Will Rogers, this is the most blessed any quarterback's ever been at Mississippi State. The only thing he lacks is the proven go-to guy. Now, Jaden Wally has been a go-to guy, but you know and I know that he can disappear at times. So I would like to see him be a focus on Saturday. Find a way to get the ball into his hands early. I feel like he's one of those players who... If you get him going early, you'll, you can keep him going. But if you, if you don't get him the ball in the first quarter, he's tougher to find for whatever reason later in the game. Um, we'll see who starts out there at the X position. Ra-Ra Thomas first on the depth chart, but I, you got to believe Tulu Griffin's going to play a big role. Caleb Ducking, one of the most intriguing stories that I can remember in recent years. A guy who, like we've said before, three years at Mississippi State, he has nine catches in his career. Now he's going to go play the position. He's taken over for a guy who caught 108 passes last year. Can he come anywhere near that kind of production? I don't know the answer to that. I'm interested to see. Austin Williams, what more do I need to say? Right? We, you know what you're going to get from Austin Williams. Yeah, most Maybe the most reliable football player in the entire Southeastern Conference. You know, Nobody in the world do you know what you're going to get more than you know with Austin Williams. And then you've got a ton of other guys there. You've got the two transfers, Mosley and, and Robinson. I expect them to play have, have a role to play uh, this year. Jameer Calvin, that's a really underrated guy from Mississippi State. You know, he, he, he could be a starter. Rufus Harvey I mean, is the hype for real. Mike Leach keeps talking this guy up, Starkville zone. Is he gonna is he gonna have a, a big part to play? Possibly. Just so many guys to choose from there at the wide receiver position for Mississippi State. They've got so much talent there. Will Rogers is a great quarterback when it comes to spreading the ball around, finding those guys. So I I expect to see, I mean, you could easily see, not counting Marks and Johnson, and maybe even adding Simeon Price to the, the, the mix there, because I feel he'll get some reps later in the game. I mean, you could see nine to ten different guys with catches in this game. You could see six to seven guys with multiple catches in this game. I didn't mention Christian Ford either, who's a guy you know you feel like you, you can kind of rely on. Was very reliable last year before he got injured. So I expect Rodgers to have a big game today. He threw 67 passes in this game a year ago. I think you can take 12 to 14 of those passes and turn them into runs today. State will run the ball more today. I, I feel pretty confident in saying that. You know, Last year, if you recall, 
you know, Marks got hurt early in the game. Johnson was a little banged up, and they just weren't comfortable running the football. This this game, I think, you know, game one, you'll, you'll see, you know, barring something unusual happening, you'll see Mississippi State run the ball 20 times and throw it maybe 50. And that should be good enough. It should be good enough to win. The offensive line, we've talked about it to the point where there's nothing left to say. Dollar Bill either will or he won't starting starting on Sunday or Saturday. You know, I feel good about the interior of the line. Honestly, I feel good about Cam Jones. That's a guy that has kind of proven himself. I don't know that he's an NFL tackle. I think he'll be a guard at the next level, but he's he's an NFL guy in my opinion. But it's all about Dollar Bill, right? It's all about what protecting the blind side of Will Rogers and can you do what can you do that Charles Cross did a season ago? How much how much of Charles Cross can you give? Can you be 70% of what Charles Cross was? I'll just go and tell you, 70% of what Charles Cross was was pretty good. would be pretty good. You'd feel pretty good at 70%. Anything lower than that, though, we got you got to worry. So there's no way around that. The other side of the ball is honestly, though, where I think State's going to be better on Saturday. I think defensively they're going to shut Memphis down. Memphis is a team that wants to run the football. They're not going to be able to run the football in Mississippi State. They couldn't a year ago. They're not going to be able to. They should not be able to. I should. I, I was try to talk in less definitives, I guess. But they should not be able to run the football on Mississippi State. State is too talented up front. Their front six is too talented, too deep for this Memphis offensive line. They're going to put the ball into Hennigan's hands and see what happens. Last year, he did not do enough to win. Memphis offensively did not do enough to win in this game. They won the game with big plays on defense and special teams. And I mean, I'm not even. I'm not. Listen, we're not going to talk about the penalty. We're not going to talk about the, the punt return. Or I guess we are, but we're not going to talk about it in terms of the missed call. It just happened. Punt return for a touchdown. Done. State still should have won the game. They should have won the game easily. That should have never have been an issue. And this was this game last year. Not Mike Leach's shining moment. Not his best time at Mississippi State calling plays and running the offense. Needs to be better. Time to deliver. Five point whatever million dollars a year. Time to deliver. Start today. Win big. Get it over with early. Mississippi State fans need that. They need an easy win. Did State win? Did State have an easy win last year outside of the uh, the Tennessee State game? Yeah, Louisiana Tech. They won by one. Memphis. They lost. What was the other non conference game? NC State. That grind the whole game. Even though State. You know, was ahead and and it felt comfortable. You could never really, you know, they never really had any flow in that game offensively. You know, they got the, they got the early touchdown on the kickoff return, and, and then they just sort of, you know, it just it, it it didn't feel like it was it was moving at all times. The Texas A and M game last year was a grind. The Kentucky game, probably State's best win of the year, but they were down ten nothing in that game. Auburn, I mean, what are we talking about, right? State fans need to see an easy win, man. They just need to be able to breathe and enjoy the first Saturday of college football. So that's all Mike Leach and company to do. Defensively, State should be able to hold Memphis to whatever they want them to. They, they, they should be able to keep them under 10, 14 points. I don't think that they will. I think Memphis will score late and make it look maybe a little bit more uh, uh, you know, competitive than it actually was. But I think... In this game, State should be able to pressure the quarterback. They should be able to stop the run. They should be able to dominate the, the, the line of scrimmage on defense. If you can do that, you should win the football game. 
The secondary will be an interesting, you know, challenge. So many new faces back there. You got a lot of new guys. You got, you know, some new people in new places. I'm interested to see how this might sound a little weird, but I, you know, I have a lot of faith in the starters. Who, how do the reserves look? How does Marcus Banks look in, 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 in out there? DeCarlos Nicholson, you know, the backup corners. How does uh, Corey Ellington look when he gets his reps? Those are things I'm kind of interested in seeing. I have faith in the starters. I told you yesterday on the show, I really like Jalen Green to have a big season. Emmanuel Forbes, I think you all know that I'm a mark for Emmanuel Forbes. But I do want to see you know, defensively how this team looks in terms of depth. How many guys did they play? That I, When play, I mean in the first couple of quarters. You know, how many guys are you putting out there? Are you putting, you know, 20 guys out there? I mean, it makes sense to do that. I think you definitely want to rotate. Even though the weather's supposed to be pretty good, it's, it's you know, it's still September, still early in the season. You're going to rotate, guys. So I'm interested. I'm interested defensively on, on how dominant this this, this uh, football team can be because they should be dominant. They should dominate this football game. Surprisingly enough, they did a year ago. Memphis scored 31 points. Defense gave up 17 of those. And they had the one bad bad series, right? The the 12 play 98 yard drive. That's not great. Nobody wanted to see that. But by and large the defense did enough to win the game. Offensively, that's a different story. And then their special teams, right? We all we all know. We all know that Biscardi, you know, the eyes are on him. Uh talking to Lee Sterling in his prediction, he said he he had state missing an extra point. I was like, "Oh god, Lee, don't." Please don't. They can't. They, State fans just can't take it. They, they just need a, a game where nobody misses a kick. We'll see if they get that or not. But special teams, it's not just that, too. You know, punting was so inconsistent last year. You'd like to see somebody, be it Trafford or Georgeopolis, uh, just come in and get the job done punting in this game. Just be a guy who averages 43, 44 yards a kick. Can you have that? And would you like to see, you know, Tulu Griffin get one return in? Not, it doesn't have to be a touchdown. Just one return where he breaks a couple of tackles, and there you go. So, a lot to look forward to. I'm excited for the game, but I, I want to stop being excited and start being, start looking ahead to Arizona about the middle of the second quarter. That's what I would like to have happen on Saturday. That's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario is I'm just watching this game and thinking, are they going to do this again? That won't be a good sign for the season if I have to ask that question. So we'll see what happens. Let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. I didn't have beef for dinner tonight. I'll make up for it this weekend, though, I promise. I believe I'm going 44 Prime this weekend, so that will I will definitely make up for that. Uh, beef, man, if you're tailgating this weekend, I mean, you show up with steaks, your crowd's going to love you. If you're having a, a party at the house this weekend and you put a brisket on the smoker, everybody's going to love you. Everybody's happy when red meat is on the menu. So make it easy on yourself. Head to your local grocery store. Go talk to your local butchers and get some beef on the grill this weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats, I'm telling you right now, the line is already stretching down University Drive to get into Two Brothers as we speak. So good luck if you're in your pursuit of a table at Two Brothers. And why is it like that? Do you think it's like that just because of where they're located or anything like that? No. 
No, it's like that because the food is awesome, the service is fantastic, the people are great, and it's always a good time. Nothing, nothing on that menu misses, man. It all, as the kids say, it all, it all slaps. I think that's what the kids say. I'll have to check with my kids later on. So this weekend, every weekend you're in Starkville, make sure you got at least one trip to Two Brothers in you. Great products and great service. Every business promises it. Advantage Business Systems delivers it. And I've got the receipts on that. I just saw they've been open for 47 years. Simple as that, guys. Can can you stay in business for a long time if you don't take care of your customers? No. So if you're in business 47 years, that's a testament to what you do and what you've brought to the community. When you want to be a neighbor and not a number, when you want to talk to somebody who's talking the same as you, when you want to deal with Mississippians just like you, you call Advantage Business Systems. The number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. It's playmaker time. I got Robbie to text me his playmakers and uh, his uh, predictions. So let's go over that. Offensively, I'm a little surprised by his, his selection of Ra Ra Thomas for two reasons. One, I mean, I know Ra Ra was first on the depth chart, but I mean, are we we're positive he's locked in there? I don't, I don't know that we are, but. The other thing, obviously, is I think, like I said at the beginning of the show, or in the first part of the show, that they're going to spread the ball around. So I don't know that any one guy is going to have six, seven, eight catches. But if, if somebody is going to have that, Rai is a good choice. I will say that. So And I, and you guys know that I was sort of banging the drum for Rai Thomas all summer long, that he's a guy I think could be a very a breakout player. So it would be interesting to see if he does that. Five touchdowns a season ago in, in really limited action. So I would not be surprised to see him get into the end zone. I'll tell you that. So Ra Ra Thomas is his pick. But he's overthinking it, right? I told y'all, if you listen to Thunder and Lightning Live, we're going to give it two more games, but we, we don't have a no Will Rogers rule yet. So I'm going to go with Will Rogers. Um, the road to 5,000 yards starts Saturday. Uh, he threw for over 400 a year ago, but that was on 67 attempts. On 67 attempts, I'd like to see closer to 500 yards. Um, I don't think he'll throw five sixty-seven passes. He'll probably, you know, be around fifty pass attempts this game. I would still like to be closer to five hundred yards at that point. Ten yards an attempt works for me. Uh, they probably won't be around that. I'll probably be closer to eight, so four fifty, you know, something like that. That's acceptable. I would like to see, and we talked about it a little bit the other day. Not some when I say that you know the, the long pass plays, I'm not really talking about the 40, 50, 60 yard bombs. Not not really looking for that. If they're there, great, take them, obviously. But what I'm looking for is more of the 15 to 20 yard, the intermediate stuff. One of the things we've talked about a lot over the last couple of weeks when we saw scrimmages was he was putting the ball into into tight windows and doing so effectively. I want to see that continue. Let's bring that to game day. So when you're you're looking to throw that deep in that post pattern, uh, or to get a first down to maybe you know lead the receiver out there a little bit, to let him make some yards after the catch. Yes, that's what I want to see from Will Rogers on Saturday. Just command, command of the offense. You should be in total command. This is your third year as a you know, two and a half years as a starter. You've seen everything there is to see. You've thrown more passes than anybody else in the conference. You should be in complete command of this offense. There should be no second-guessing at the line of scrimmage. You should be able to come to the line, see the defense, and know exactly where you want to go with the ball. That's what I expect. 
Maybe that's a high expectation, but I'm going to have high expectations of Will Rogers this year. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to tell I'm going to say for Will Rogers, I expect you to be one of the best quarterbacks in college football this year, and it starts on Saturday. You don't you don't you don't get a second starting day. You start Saturday. You throw for big numbers. You throw for touchdowns. You don't turn the ball over, and you lead your team to a big win. That's what I expect from Will Rogers this week. Uh, defensively, Robbie went with uh, Buki Watson. That's a good choice. That's probably a better choice than I'll have um, because this is a like I said, it's a Memphis team that wants to run the football. That means your linebackers are going to be active, getting tackles, uh, and Watson is obviously sort of the ringleader of that group. State's linebacker core has sort of gone under the radar to bring for a, for a group that brought back three starters. But Watson, Wheat, and Johnson, that's a solid, solid starting three for Mississippi State. Watson is a guy this year who could take a, a, a leap up draft boards. He's a good athlete. Um, he, just needs some, he just needs to make sure that he has the production this year and sort of show off the leadership as well. I, he's a guy that when he was recruited, you know, there was a lot of, of talk like this guy could be another, you know, sort of a McKinney type. And, I, and again, I hate labeling people the next, and I hate labeling people as the, uh, you know, the second coming or anything like that. But I, I do see why those comparisons were made. He definitely has the frame for it. He's a big kid, big athletic kid. He could easily be in double digits and tackles on Saturday. So that's a good choice by Robbie. For me, I think I'm going to start go, go a level up there and go to the defensive line. And let's look at Cam Young. Cam Young is such an underrated player. And I, that's the thing about state. They, and and when I, you know, part of that being underrated goes to the recruiting process. And then a guy like Cam Young, nobody looking at Cam Young as a potential NFL guy when he signed. But that's what he's built himself into. You know, and that's a great job by him. You know, when when you want to stop the run, it sort of starts with the, with the front with the defensive line. I think Cam Young could be a guy who who, who wreaks a little havoc in that uh, Memphis backfield. He's going to be a guy who's tough to block for that Memphis offensive line. So he, Nathan Pickering, uh, Randy Charlton, Jordan Davis, I think they're, they're all going to have a big part to play. But Cam Young in the middle of that defense, I expect to see some big things from him, not only this weekend, but this season. So that's my guy there. At the X Factor, Robbie double-dipped on defense and went with DeCambry and Richardson. That's an interesting pick. We talked about it a little bit, you know. The last few years, Emmanuel Forbes has kind of feasted on interceptions because nobody wanted to throw at Martin Emerson. Now that Emerson is gone, does it does it flip a little bit? And it's like, well, we can't throw. Don't throw to Forbes. Throw to the other guy, and that gives Richardson some opportunities. If that is the case, I think Richardson is up to the challenge, and he can have a great uh, season. Uh, so if he gets a pick on Saturday, that'll be a good start to that. So when you say X factor, I, I, that's what I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking. Robbie thinks, you know, I'm, I'm sort of reading into that, but I, I think he's saying Robbie's saying a pick because that would, you know, that would be the X factor for me to have. You got to make an impact play. For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb because I think I'm, I'm wish projecting here. I just want to see it, but Tulu Griffin, I want to see it. That's your most explosive guy. That's your best athlete on offense. That's the guy who can do the most with the ball in his hands. Get it to him. Find ways to get to Lou Griffin the ball. And if you do, I think you'll be rewarded. And so I think they will. And especially if he's back there, he'll get at least one kick to return. 
We'll see what he can do with it. We'll see what he can do with it. Tulu Griffin is my X factor. So just a, a recap uh, for Robbie, Ra-Ra Thomas on offense, Nate Watson, Bookie Watson on defense, DeCameron Richardson uh, as the X factor. For me, I'm going to go Will Rogers, you know, make it easy on myself. Defensively, I'm going to go Cam Young, and then I'll go Tulu Griffin uh, as my X factor. And then it's prediction time. Both Robbie and I are pretty much on the same page, and I'm surprised to see him. He thinks State's going to win bigger than I do. We talked yesterday about the comments from uh, Memphis's 24-7 site that they felt like the line was disrespectful. Guys, that line was giving you respect. It should be higher. If Mississippi State plays its best game, it doesn't really matter what Memphis does. If State plays an A, an a game, they're going to win and win easily. And if they don't, well, then we're going to have a repeat of last year, and it's going to be hold on to anything you can find. I got State winning this one uh, 41-13, to 13, and Robbie has State winning 48-17. to 17. So we're both predicting easy wins for the Bulldogs. Does that mean it's going to happen? We're, we're going to discuss. Let's, let's talk about predictions here for a second, guys. If I could predict these games correctly every time out, if Robbie could do that, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. We'd be living on a, on a beach somewhere in the Caribbean, you know. And during the hurricane season, we'd we'd go to you know we'd go somewhere else because we'd have the billions to do it. This is just me telling you what I think. So don't hold my feet to the fire. Like, oh, hey, Dad said it's going to be you know. What did Hey Dad say? Hey Dad guaranteed thing. No, I don't guarantee anything. I'm just telling you what I think. I think State's going to blow Memphis out. So does Robbie. You should too. So we'll see what happens. All right. I'm going to go ahead and make another prediction that I'll be back with you on Sunday afternoon for our Victory Sunday podcast, possibly Saturday evening. I'm going to see if I can talk Robbie into just Let's just record after the game, and then we can have Sunday off. I like that idea. We'll see what happens. So Victory Saturday slash Sunday uh, coming your way very soon. That means the return of Tellum Falk, the return of the things that are true, and the, well, although we had it last week, the full return now, not the week zero version, the full return of Coffee is for Closers. What a great night of college football Thursday was. I expect this Saturday to be outstanding in terms of we've got quality games, but it doesn't really matter. Even the games that aren't great have something to, to, to draw you in. And I look forward to that. Hope I see you in Starkville. If you do see me, please come by and say hello if you're a listener. I enjoy meeting you guys. Uh, I'm always very grateful to to talk to you guys. Uh, And, uh, you know, other than that, you know, I always like to say thank you for for being a, a fan. I do, do appreciate it very, very, very much. All right, guys, have a great uh, Friday. A great weekend. If you are traveling to Starkville, please be safe. Please travel safely on this Labor Day weekend. And I will see you at Davis Wade Stadium. For Robbie Falk, who's not here, but he will be back on Sunday. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.